What's up, Lobo fans? Episode 6 of the Lobo Pod with Jaden Delacerta and Langston Murray. We have a special guest today to speak about something that's a very important topic that we have covered before, but hearing it from somebody specific is going to be a great conversation, so stay tuned. Welcome back, Lobo Pod. We're going to let our special guest introduce himself. What up, Lobos? It's your boy Montez Wright on the track team here at UNM, a junior from Clovis, New Mexico. Again, we're talking about mental health this episode, which is something that is very important. Uh, we did get a lot of feedback from that one episode on mental health, so we figured we'd kind of double back. And glad to have Montez right here today. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you're in like your second year here at UNM, so just tell us about your journey. Uh, after high school, graduated, went to Illinois, Aurora University, a D3 school, played football and track out there. Uh, I was messing with the program, but decided I wanted to come back home once COVID happened. Uh, contacted the track coach here. He was like, we'd love to have you because he already knew who I was from high school. So then, like, believe it or not, a week before school started, I transferred out here, and now I'm here. Okay. Okay. How you liking it so far, being back home? Uh, it's all good. It's a little different. I don't really uh, got nobody out here like that. Like, I made a lot of friends uh, from Clovis, so... My dad's military, so he moved to Louisiana after I graduated. Okay, that's so. the perfect state to move to. <laughs> <laughs> of course he would say that. <laughs> so went out there. Uh, right now he deployed, so I'm out here just chilling, living life, doing sports, worry about school and stuff okay. like that. It's cool. Big shout out to your dad and all the other veterans. Uh, we know Veterans Day just passed this Thursday, and so respect to them. Do you mind me asking where he is deployed? He's deployed somewhere in Dubai. I don't really know. I know it's like two hours away from Dubai, but I don't know where it's actually located. But he just got out there in September. He won't be back till like May or June. So Yeah, Dubai is really nice. I'd nice. like to take a trip there, honestly. I seen it in the movies. Yeah. It real nice. Yeah, nice yeah he was happy about it because at first he was like, he was going to, where was it? Saudi Arabia. Oh. And that's like a red target for military. So we was all kind of nervous. And then... Like a month before he got deployed, they was like, you going to go by Dubai. He was happy but mad because when you deployed, you really can't travel on your own. So he couldn't go to Dubai. But, I mean, it's much safer. So Yeah, so how long is he uh, gone? Like six, seven months. And okay. after that, when he get back, he plans on retiring in uh, November. Okay. Because he's cool. been in the military for like 22 years, 23. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's been in the military for a very long time. Can you describe how that is for you? Like you, you say he gets moved around a lot, right? Yeah. So how does that, how do you feel about that? And how do you, how does it go on you? Moving around, I I had a problem, didn't have a problem. Like every three years you got to move around. And like, as soon as you make like good friends, you got to tell them like, hey, I'm moving. I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. So like, yeah, I was born in Dayton, Ohio. I stayed out there for three years. Then we got moved to Germany. Uh, I stayed in Germany for three years. Then we moved to Montana. So originally, you're supposed to stay there for three years. My dad got stuck in Montana for six. He kept getting deployed to Afghanistan, Iraq, kind of. So then I ended up moving to Texas with my grandma. Uh, I didn't see him for a good, like, three to four years. I only see him, like, once a year, if that. After that, we moved to Key West, Florida. That's where I met him up again. And then after Florida, I moved to New Mexico. We were supposed to move my senior year, but they was like, since he's a senior, he could just stay. And that's why he moved after I graduated. So it was fun. 
But like after I got older, I was like, I'm tired of this moving around. Like you get close friends, and next thing you know, you gone. Like I, I can imagine it's tough, bro, moving around like that. I never had to move around like that. But. Facts. Like talking about it to like friends, they'd be like, "Oh, you must love moving around." I'd be like, "Some of it, yeah, but you don't really get to choose where you're going." Like, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're an athlete, because you can imagine Facts. like having this one coach that's coaching you right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got some kind of partnership or whatever. And then three years gone, I got it. You know, that could yeah, be that was a big that was a thing for, for me. Career, in, uh, you know, in high school, my eighth grade year. So in middle school, I ended up playing like with older people. I never played my age group, so I was always the youngest cat. And at the time, I was running back in middle school, and we had like our award ceremony in middle school. And the high school coach came up to me and was like, "Hey, next week you could start coming out to practice with us." And I just looked at his eyes like, look, I'm moving. We military. He was, wow. like, he was like, damn, all right. And, and it was just leaving. Yeah, I didn't even think of that and how that can just like, I don't know, affect you in your sport and like how you feel about the sport. Because you could be confident with that coach, you know what I mean? And you go somewhere else and then that coach doesn't really have respect for you or want to coach you for real. Then you're just like, hmm. Yeah, it was always tough growing up. Like, even elementary, I already knew because I was in San Antonio, Texas during elementary. I was going to go to Judson for middle school and high school. And then my grandma got the phone call from my dad saying he going with us to Key West, which I can understand. Like, you want your, your only son with you. Yeah. It's understandable. And so I was out there doing track, football, basketball. I already talked to the coaches for middle school. And next thing you know, I up and left. I only played basketball in middle school, sixth and eighth grade. Uh, football, I did sixth and eighth grade also. I didn't even do track in middle school. And, like, you just get a connection with coaches. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they know the military situation, but they don't know that you're really leaving in three years. Right. Yeah. So I just ended up leaving. And that was a thing for me in high school. Like, I knew you leave in three years, and my dad was like, I'm going to try to get you to stay out here your senior year. If not, you just gonna have to move, and I ain't tell him, but I was just gonna tell him I'll find somebody else to live with. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a starting position for sports, all this stuff, and you just gonna leave and go to a whole new offense, defense, Facts. all that stuff, and just start over. It's just like you don't want to do that, especially your senior year of high yeah, school. Exactly. So you mentioned being the um, only son of your dad. Now, do you have other siblings or? Yeah, I got two sisters. Okay. Uh, one's twenty-seven. Okay. She just got engaged. She about to move to Sweden. That's awesome. That's where her boyfriend's from. Big sister, or, right? right. Yeah. That's where her uh, fiance's from. And then Uh-oh. I got uh, Sweden. <laughs> yeah, they met in they met in college because okay. he a hockey player. Oh, that's the one. And so uh, and then I got uh, another one that's like twenty two, but it, me and my older sister we like real close. Like we got the same twins by soul because we live the same people, just different souls. So. Really? Okay. That's what's up. Dope. Yeah. That's cool when you can be that you're. She said you said she was twenty seven, right? Yeah. So like the age difference, that's pretty cool to have that same, like, thought Mindset, process and yeah. stuff like that, and just the connection. Yeah. Yeah. So we've always been close. Uh, I know it's a six years difference, but even like, that's just someone who I could like just pick up the phone and call. Like, we never really lived together. Like, I lived with her for one year. So the thing with me and her is we got the same mom but different dads. So okay. she always lived with my mom's side of the family, which is Wisconsin, and I was with my dad's side of the family, which is in uh, Texas. Okay. But growing up, like elementary to middle school, every summer I'll go visit them, 
in Wisconsin, so it just always kept the bond close. And when when I was Snapchat and stuff, like we keep a streak, snap steps, stuff like that, and try to make plans and stuff like that. So she's always been a support system. Like just could call her anytime, text her anytime. I'm there for her, she there for me. That's really like my twin. Yeah, that's that's pretty big as far as like, especially we're moving around a lot, you know, because support systems could be even be within our friends, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But if every three years, you know what I'm saying, you're moving around and stuff like that, it's always good to find that one person that not necessarily will ever leave, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's good. That's yeah, because the like, first time I was having troubles for moving would probably be going into high school because I was actually older, so I knew like what was going on. Uh, after moving from middle school, I was just like, I'm tired of this moving stuff. I was just like down. Like I came to New Mexico, I just wasn't talking to nobody, wasn't being close with nobody. Cause like you just, it sucks starting over every time. Like you just gotta make new friends. Like you the new group, but mm -hmm. moving to Clovis, they would always say like, yeah, we always get this one athlete that's military and we never get comfortable with him staying. Cause we always know he gonna move. And like when they told me that, I was just like, y'all used to it. And that's like, crazy. It, it just that's sucks crazy. doing it. Like even my coaches, in high school, they was like, yeah, we always get one athlete that's talented, and he in the military, and you could just tell something's going to happen because they always got to move or something. So he was like, we we already know what's going to happen. Like, we're going to get close and stuff, and then you just going to have to move. I never even – Me either. Me either. I did not know it was that, like, solidified that you're yeah. leaving at Every a three-year three mark. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, Almost. And the crazy thing is, like, being a military kid, I never ran into other military kids because I was always like people would think like you would go to a like military school or something. I always went to a public school, so like I would be like kids that grew up from there. So like when I was in Florida, every kid I went to school with, they was born and raised in Florida, and it was just me. That was like, what you doing here? I was like, I'm military. And the crazy thing with also in QS is my dad's in the Air Force. They didn't have an Air Force base out there, so he we was like the only Air Force people. They was wow. like that's Coast Guard and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was just crazy just being out there and then coming to Clovis as an Air Force base. You would meet kids, but some parents got lucky. They just got stuck here or stuff like that. And my, like, I already knew, like, my mindset was on I'm moving my senior year because my dad was like, you most likely going to move your senior year. That's your third year. And I was like, okay. And then my coaches was just like, yeah, we get a kid every couple months or once a year who's military, he's talented, and we just got to say bye to him because it's three years, it's up. Crazy, but I find it crazy for me that I just never ran into another military kid that would move before me. It was just like I would always move first, honestly. So, would you say all these transitions and stuff have affected you now? A little bit, like, like I say, for the talking to people phase, like, if you know me, I don't really talk that much just because I'm used to like being in a spot and then I leave. So I'm not gonna see you again or yeah. I ain't talking to you that much. So it is, it's affected me a lot of ways for like not talking, not getting comfortable and stuff like that. But I mean, I've gotten better at opening up only cause I know I'm in college. So I'm gonna be here a while. Yeah. Like I'm a junior in class, but for track I'm a sophomore cause of that whole COVID situation. So I still got more time and stuff like that. Makes sense the, the reason, you know what I'm saying, you wouldn't get comfortable with people and stuff like that because you, cause you're going to leave it. I mean, because you're going to be leaving and stuff like that. But, like, look at it as, like, a, a networking opportunity. You ever thought of yeah. it that way? Say you done live Florida, Georgia, Los Angeles. You know, hypothetically, you know people 
from all those states now. And, you know, that could just come back into play later. You know, that's the way I would kind of, you know, at least try to look at it. You know, that's a, a nice way to look at it. You know what I mean? But makes sense, though. I've never been, like, a quiet person mm-hmm. necessarily. So, like. We know. <laughs> me in a room of strangers, you know. But I have met people like that. You know what I mean? And to each his own. Obviously, everybody have different ways of conducting themselves. But, yeah. Yeah, you definitely can explore back out to the places that you came from you know what i mean just yeah different uh, outlets and different sceneries I, I mean do you still have friends in those yeah areas? i got a a group chat on snapchat and instagram and text of the same people from florida that's dope okay and it's kind of crazy because we all met middle school but they all knew each other from elementary and stuff like that and then i just came along and then we all just played football basketball together yeah. we still got that group chat and See? it's crazy seeing a lot of them because a lot of them in the military now. So, See? like, everybody all scattered out. They all come back full circle. <laughs> yeah. And then I got my best friend, who's like my brother, Chris Mills. We met in elementary school. He and he went to Mizzou for football, and then he transferred to Texas State. We still talk. Like, his birthday is July 14th. Mine's the 17th. So we get that phone call or we just check up on each other and stuff like that. Like his family is my family. And he was also a military kid and stuff like that. So it just all go around. My dad got one friend out here that he was out here in Albuquerque since I was in high school. And they were stationed together in Germany. And the whole time we was in Clovis, he didn't know that he was in Albuquerque. And the only reason he figured it out was my senior year. He finally heard the name Montez over and over because I won 100-200 uh, for state. And his friend was all, Montez sound familiar. So he texted my dad and was all, your son go to Clovis? And he's like, yeah. And so this past year, we went to go visit them. They still in Albuquerque. It's, um, his daughter committed to UNM for basketball. Uh, Bates, last name Bates. Jalen. Yeah. Oh, we really? Were like, we grew up in Germany knowing each other. But we never knew we was in New Mexico together until this year. That's dope. <laughs> Crazy, man. So, like, how's uh things been going with track? Um, are you guys in off season right now, or like approaching the end of it, or? Yeah, so we start off season in August. Okay. And we just keep going. Uh, there's a track meet December third in Air Force, but only like I think jumpers are going because it's not a real good place to run at. And then other than that. The season starts in January and then goes till May. If you go to nationals, it's gonna be June. So June, like when you think about it, it's it's long. Like January starts indoor, so that's like January, February, March. March is indoor nationals. Then after that, you go straight to outdoor. That can go till June. And the thing with uh outdoors, you got regionals and then you got nationals. That's why it's so long. So oh. that's how it be though. Every athlete gonna miss some holiday. We all, mine is Thanksgiving, which is very unfortunate. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know. I you know, basketball. Well, y'all get the Christmas, but we you know get what Christmas I mean? for two days. Yeah, we gotta come right, back right, on right. Christmas Day. So everybody so gonna miss like, something. We yeah. do get the. Well, we. we I mean, I, summer too, like, honestly, track is fortunate. We get Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. I mean, but how many days? We get all of it. Like, like I leave next Wednesday and come back Sunday. Oh yeah. And then Christmas, <laughs> I get the whole Christmas break. The only thing I miss is spring break. But. Oh, I miss spring break too. Yeah, it's <laughs> crucial, but I, I don't. Christmas, celebrate. Thanksgiving, and spring—it's oh, okay. <laughs> it's worth it. So you said you run the uh, one hundred, 
100, 200, 4x1, 4x4, 400, and a long jump. Okay. Lexi, you think you could be him? I was in my 4x1 relay. I, you know what I'm saying? I can pull the video up now. <laughs> We're we going to say that for later, but I, I, remind me. Remind me. Oh, we'll remind you. But mainly, I focus on the 1 and 2 and long jump this year. And four by one. I don't plan on doing the four hundred or four by four. If I'm in the four by four, that just means somebody... like that four hundred, huh? <laughs> if I'm on that mug, that means someone's not doing their job. But God, I mean, dude. I tell the coaches like, you always want to be the athlete that wants to do everything. Right, so right, right. last year, I was on the four by four and stuff. I told my coach, I was like, if you want to put me on there, I'll only do it as an anchor. I ain't giving you the first leg because I need to be the anchor because when I finish, I'm dead. I'm not moving no more. I tell him that. Like, yeah, yeah. My legs is not moving. So when's the first uh, home track meet? I think it's like January twenty second. It's indoor. Okay. Yeah, for indoor, we got a lot of indoor homies because everybody wants to come to New Mexico for the indoor because we got the world's fastest track, and we just got <laughs> really? a new. Wait, what? Yeah, we got a new track. It was like three million dollars, something like that. Uh, the the indoor one. Yeah, yeah nice it's a new track. one. It's a brand new one. It's we'll I think around. it's like Mondo, some Mondo, like professionals use it. it okay. It, but wait, everybody, wait, wait, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm so sorry. Um. <laughs> You said it's the world's fastest track. Yeah. So, like, if I go on there, I'll be faster? But what do you... <laughs> I guess it's just the best quality of track Yeah, the best on, quality right? track. Yeah. Like, it's going to make you faster. Like, faster... Yeah, yeah like, like, a known fact. Like, the track they use, like, it makes you faster. All right. So, um, Montez, obviously, um, today, you know, you wanted to discuss uh, your story and um, just your thoughts on mental health. Um, so, just uh, tell us a little bit about that. So, my story... Uh, it is going to get personal if y'all don't mind. But, uh, so yeah, being a military kid could be depressing, all that stuff. It kind of built up. And as a kid or a teenager, I always had that mindset fake it till you make it. And over time, that ain't really get me nowhere. Because eventually I just faked it too much and I couldn't take it. So, about a month or two ago, uh, I ended up trying to kill myself. Uh, but a good thing is I have friends around me that actually knew something was like really wrong. Uh, they ended up calling the ambulance before I got to the ambulance. I needed CPR four times. I was unconscious four times, uh, got to the hospital. My heart rate was at 170. At one point it touched 190. The doctor kept it real with me. It was like, Montez, if you don't get this figured out, you're not going to make it because you'll your heartbeat is not supposed to be that high. And back to the sister thing is when I was in the bed, I called my sister and I was like, I just want to go be with my mom. So if you don't know, my mom passed away when I was three because of cancer. So I just had a lot of stuff building up. I was putting thoughts in my head like I'm not good, stuff like that. I ended up calling my sister. She kind of been through the same thing. I was texting her. Cause I was in the hospital, I couldn't really talk. So I was just texting her like, I want to go be with mom and stuff like that. And so really out of that whole thing, God gave me a second chance also to, I feel like second chance to live, which I'm thankful for and to tell my story and tell other people that there is help out there. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Deb, the athletic counselor. She, I talk to her every week. She's been helping me out. Even if you're not an athlete, you can go to Shaq. You can go to a lot of things out there for free to go talk to because there are people out there that want to listen, that care to listen, that care about you, that love you, that are happy to see you. 
it is normal for you to go through these days. Everybody has it a couple times. People have it differently. Uh, so that's what I went through. I just want people out there to know, like, you can get through this. You can get through this wall and stuff like that. Yeah, we're glad to still have you here, Montez. Um, it's pretty deep. And anybody listening, um, this is, you know, this is normal. This is natural. And, and it's okay to have these kind of thoughts. And it's okay to come forward and talk to somebody about, you know, serious situations such as these. So, um, again, tomorrow does need you, Montez. And that's a foundation of, I believe, founded by Andrea Pearson. And so, I mean, that's one of the resources that I know that, you know, anybody that's having these kind of thoughts can reach out to. Um, yeah. You know, for you, just being able to, like, get through that serious situation and, like, push through, you know, being an athlete is easier. You know what I mean? Like, that can definitely take a toll as well. But, like, you are stronger than you think. You know what I mean? You just got through a serious situation. You're still here. You're smiling. You're going to school. You're doing track. Like, you're doing everything that you're more than what you need to be doing. You know what I mean? So it's dope that, like, you're still doing that stuff and getting your work done, all that stuff. Like, you are stronger than a lot of people out there right now. You know what I mean? So just like Langston said, if you are listening, it is normal for these thoughts to go through and, you know, just – Reaching out for help, it's it's okay. You know what I mean? You can you can feel weak for that minute or however long you need to. Just ask for the help, get it, and just continue to smile and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think the biggest thing that um deters people away from like speaking on these kind of topics is like you don't wanna feel like you're crazy. Yeah. Nor look like you're crazy. You know what I mean? But that all just kind of reverts back to just talking to that one person that you can trust and that knows you're not crazy or never looked at you as crazy. Yeah. Especially like in a negative way at that. And um, so it's big, you know, just come forward, talk to somebody, even if it's me, you know, even if I don't know you, I'd love to get to know you. Probably would make you laugh, you know, so reach out <laughs> well, to anybody will. that you're close with, you know what I mean? But definitely a serious topic. Again, tomorrow needs everybody. It is normal to feel like that because there's even times like, even after I got at the mental hospital and stuff like that, there's still some people I'm nervous to talk to because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. Just like if I tell them what happened, yeah, they just gonna look at you like, man, you crazy. I just I got over that path. Like, you might think I'm crazy, but the other day, if you were to go in my shoes mm -hmm. and do that, would you think I'm crazy? Cause yeah, I did what I did, but now I'm getting help and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So if you are a student at UNM, you got Shaq. This is another shout out to Deb because I told her I was going to be on a podcast. <laughs> she gave me Shaq if you're a student and then New Mexico Crisis and Access Line if you're not. And That's if you dope. just need help out there, you're not a student. That's awesome. Thank you for mentioning those resources. Yeah, Everybody go see Deb. She sounds yeah. like a good individual and she'll help you out. How have your teammates and coaches helped you as well? Teammates, coaches supported me the day I got out. Mm -hmm. So I went to mental hospital and hospital. Sunday, like, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I got out Monday, 4 p.m. Uh, somehow, someway, Coach Joe Franklin knew I was out, and he was like, hey, can you give me a call? So ever since I got out, they just made sure I was always around them yeah. in a good environment, took me out to eat and stuff like that. And uh, they kind of kept it low-key for my teammate for a little bit, mm -hmm. which I respect. Because they just didn't want to put someone's business out there, which is all respect. But eventually, I ended up telling my teammates. And seeing some of the faces was surprising because, I mean, if you have seen me, like, 
outside of track or at track, I'm always laughing or doing some goofy stuff. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I told my teammates, we're broken up into sections, boys over boys, girls over girls. And so I told the boys, some of them and just like, they look lost. They look like they seen a ghost. Mm -hmm. And then I told the girls the same thing with them. Everybody was just in shock because they just, they didn't see it coming. So they all been supportive. My family was supportive. My grandma came like two days after I got to the hospital. She flew from Texas. And then my grandpa came a week after, flew from Vegas. And uh, they just all been supportive. They still support it to this day. Like they all check up on me and all that, th all them things, make sure I'm getting the right help. They just call me and be like, you good? Stuff like that. I mean, there's some days that they notice something's wrong with me. And like, I told them in the beginning, like, yeah, I got out. There's gonna be days, it's gonna be frustrating for me and it's gonna be frustrating for some of y'all cause y'all are gonna ask me if I'm okay. I'm gonna say I'm okay, but it's not gonna seem, you're not gonna know if I'm telling the truth or not. Which could be frustrating, I told them that stuff. It's crazy how much teammates and family can just help you and just make you feel safe and just forget about that situation for a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. A little outlet. Teammates are definitely family, you know. Facts. A lot of my guys I know I can talk to and I'd, and I'd like to think that they know that they can come talk to me as well, you know. Um, definitely stay close to the people that make you feel the best, you know, mm -hmm. that keep you at your best. And, um, so we're going to wrap up the Lobo Pod, episode six, with Jaden's question of the day, or week, I should say. One of the two. Um, it is a question, but it's not like a funny one. It's kind of like a personal one. What does your inner voice tell you? That is a good question. If I had to answer that, my inner voice probably tell me to um, do what's hard. Do mm -hmm. what's hard. Don't take the easy route because that's probably not going to get the end goal results that you may like, you yeah. know, and that, and you got to make decisions every day you wake up, you know what I mean? So I'm going to do what's hard. Don't take the easy way. Um, whether doing what's hard is the genuine way or the, the right way or what should be done, mm -hmm. then that's the path I, you know, I choose to take. If I'd answer that, it'd probably be uh, just keep fighting. Yep. Uh, ever since I got out, I haven't even seen Finding Nemo in a minute, mm -hmm. but... Just keep swimming has been in my oh, head. Wait, it is swimming, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep swimming. Yeah, That's been in my head since I got out. I don't know that for some reason it got stuck in my head. I haven't seen anything with that. So like, keep fighting. Just keep swimming. My teammates say that I remind them of Dory. Mm, yeah. 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 Very accurate. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, my inner voice tells me we're going to cut this level right pod on, off. teammates. My <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>, level pod. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Montez, we appreciate you uh, coming in on the level pod today. Um, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, any final thoughts or any final things you want to say? No, thank y'all for having me. Thank y'all for giving me this opportunity to tell my story and tell people that there are people out there to help y'all out. All right, Lobo Pod, that wraps up another episode. Um, again, we're going to discuss serious topics at time, but we are here to laugh as well. So keep sending us what you want to hear, what you want to talk about, any problems you may be having. If you want us to discuss those kind of issues, then send them. There's a big Lobo weekend coming up. Big shout out to Cross Country as they go to the NCAA championships and could possibly be winning the Natty. Shout out to Adva. Also, volleyball does take on Fresno State this weekend in Fresno. 
with a possible chance to enter the tournament. So good luck to those ladies as well. Go Lobos. Go Bows.